Okay. <laughs> I need to talk about toxic relationships. <laughs> and I thought I've been thinking about this topic for a couple days now. It's Thursday. I'm finally sitting down and recording. And I thought that I had this whole conversation about this topic kind of planned out into my head. And then I'm going to be honest, I've sat here and I've already done like a 45 second soundbite intro, like trying to get started. And I was so anxious and uncomfortable and I almost feel like that's the, I don't know, I feel like I feel like if I think about it as this conversation that I need to present my topics and have my theories and all this nonsense like before I even have the conversation, I feel like it's almost more of that high school like speech class where you had to prepare something and like get ready to have a big conversation about it. And I keep getting so nervous before I just sit here and put this dumb microphone on and <laughs> put these headphones in and just talk and I don't know. So I think I'm going to scratch the idea I had already and kind of just free dive <laughs> into a mental stream about toxic relationships. I think that everyone has one in some way, shape, or form, and I don't think that they have to be a like man versus man type of relationship. I think you can have plenty of toxic relationships with things in your life that aren't other human beings. I know I have some myself. I'm very aware of what they are. Thankfully, I've been able to kind of identify some of them the root of the problem and I am now trying to break all of that down and understand how things that happen in your life or past traumas or like any of that kind of stuff really like builds you and really builds how you form relationships with things and as much as I want to rant about why it's just a part of life and like why I understand that it is really hard to let go of toxic relationships even when you are aware of them and it is really hard to like maybe outgrow some of the people and some of the connections you have to things in this world and that is really hard and I I'm a really empathetic person, and so I've always had this issue with leaving toxic people, specifically, behind because I always think about how them not having me, that sounds so, con like, so, <laughs> that sounds so cocky, I guess, but I always think about how that change is going to impact that person. And a result of that is feeling really bad and feeling really guilty. And sometimes it is for your best interest to cut off something that you know is being toxic in your life. But if you care about someone or something, which if you've formed a relationship in the first place, I'm assuming that you do, it's hard to see stress or anxiety or pressure or any kind of change. Change is scary. I think that there are people in this world who probably handle it a little bit better than I do specifically because I'm awful with change, but I don't know. I think that forcing that on someone is hard and maybe you're not forcing. Maybe they deserve it. Maybe everyone knows that they deserve it. Maybe the situation, you know, just calls for you to do something. I've been in those situations before where for my sake and my safety and my sanity, I had to remove myself from certain circumstances. 
And sometimes you have to do that and you have to not apologize about it. Wow, what a tirade. How long is it? Five minutes? Oh my god, we already don't make any sense. <laughs> so I guess I'm just going to go into talking about toxic in what sources in my life currently would I consider toxic. Now, I will preface this with that since graduating high school, I have been in a very constant like vine loop of toxicity and relationships that were not healthy and work environments that were not good and I have been in this like constant cycle of depressive episodes and you know just a lot of pretty awful stuff and so now even though I am doing this as like my therapy and I am doing this as a way to try to cope with the things that I'm currently going through I am still sitting here as someone who has learned a lot about toxic relationships and a lot about what it means to be selfish and what it means to have to focus on yourself and what it means to go through experiences that are so uncomfortable and like seem like the absolute end of the fucking world while they're happening. And I've gone through these things and every time, you know, it's this anxious, like awful mess in my head. But I don't see that anymore in myself. I don't, I think that thankfully I've learned to be able to identify and to be able to distinguish whether or not a relationship is actually toxic, whether or not someone does have my best interest in mind, whether or not a situation is going to be safe or not for me. But with that also comes the fact that I don't really trust anybody anymore and I do still kind of blindly follow into just believing that people wouldn't hurt me because I just... I don't know. Does anybody else feel like that? Is that normal? I feel so strange being surrounded by people that are always on such high alert and always like, I don't know. I understand that there's some not so great stuff in the world and some people who want to do not so great things, but like, I just don't want to think that I've put out that kind of energy on my time here so that I I just don't want to have to feel scared or paranoid or <laughs> that someone's out to get me or that I need to defend myself all the time. I just don't feel like that. I don't think that the world is a place that's going to hurt me. Intentionally, I guess. Stuff happens. Like, that's just life. But anyway, um, getting back to whatever the hell I was already talking about. <laughs> I think right now a really big toxic relationship in my life that's really hard to deal with is the internet and technology as a whole. And I know that a lot of people are tired of hearing the word millennial and a lot of people are <laughs> tired of like categorizing and everything but like bit I need to organize this shit and the only way for me to do that sometimes is with labels and I know that that can be really not offensive I don't think I've ever offended somebody maybe I have actually you know what I probably have and like just completely was an asshole about it and didn't own up to the fact that that's what I was doing but for my brain to work it's easier if I have I am not the kind of person that's got a phone screen full of icons, honey. I got folders. <laughs> I got organization. I got titles. Like, I like putting stuff in easier ways for my brain to figure it out how to find it. <laughs> and so, I think that being, right? Okay, so the millennial edge is 1994 to 1983. Yeah. I was born in 94, 
so I'm 24 now and by all means I am like completely a child of the generation I was brought up in like I can barely I know my childhood wasn't as digitalized as I can remember it being but at the time I've been here now with access to the internet and a phone and people and all of this other stuff has been longer than my time without and I was little and we had a computer in the house and in middle school and high school like I had free range access to the internet most of the time and I do think that my age group and the people that I know in my brain I think we've been so changed by the things that we've seen and the access that we have and the relationships we were able to open ourselves up to and all of the people who have done the most damage to me well okay that's not true let's give them like 80 (laughs) percent 80% of the people that have been the highest that doesn't even make any sense what am I even talking about the people who have been like the biggest toxic relationships in my life I have met through the internet I have met and developed friendships with over text and over messages and over forums and over you name it before knowing these people in person or like Instagram has played a really big role or Twitter or Facebook or like anything I think that it's hard constantly having access to something that can either really help you with your perception of the world and what goes on or can really hurt that and in my personal experience with the internet and I will probably do a different episode on this because this whole topic touches like a lot of issues that I see in myself now and I feel like if I started to veer off onto that this would not be an episode about toxic relationships ew I do not like the word episode I don't like calling this that session (laughs) that's better this is therapy so I guess technically it's a session um But through this thing that has been at my fingertips for a majority of my life now, I've met people and I've developed relationships with items, with individuals, with ideas and opinions and everything that have changed my life in a very drastic way like imagine especially if you're my age especially if you're like somebody that I know and you're in your 20s imagine your life right now had we not grown up in the middle of both generations like our children will never know a life without technology and our parents will never adjust to a life with it. Like, it's crazy. And I, my parents are older, so I say that, like, because it's true. But if your parents are younger, then obviously that doesn't apply. But, um, it's fucking nuts. And it is, like, this powerful, beautiful thing. And I am, like, the biggest advocate for social media and technology and connection because... I swear to God, I don't know where I would be right now if I didn't have access to this thing that I can use as a tool to help myself when I need it. If I didn't have some of the people who follow me on Instagram and then followed me on Snapchat and look at everything that I post and take the time to like check in and make sure that I'm okay and I feel like especially recently with a lot of stuff that's been going on in 
media and like today's culture with mental health and suicide and blah 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 like I don't give a fuck about any of that I've had people who have made it a conscious effort to make sure that I'm still around and like take the time to ask if I'm okay and I've had that for a long time now and I've only had that because I have access to stuff like Instagram and Snapchat and all of these like wonderful pieces of technology that have literally saved my life like I would not have any no that's not true I would definitely have a couple of the friendships that I have now without it but like I met my boyfriend through social media like most of my friends are through social media most of the people who care about me are through social media and it's been this constant thing and within the past few years in the most like important time in my development especially mentally and I think that that's a phenomenal thing but I think it's also a really fucking bad thing because I it's this void that's never filled like people literally will make jokes about people who are addicted to the internet like I 100% think that I have been and am completely addicted to it and it's been something that's been a constant in my life since like middle school I haven't been without some kind of connection I mean obviously like trips and stuff you can't be constantly connected but there hasn't been an extended amount of time since I was really young in my teens that I haven't been connected to I guess the outside world this other existence that is the internet and like a big point I was making when I was still involved in car stuff and when I was still especially doing photography was that I was getting really frustrated with these personality types that were people who had been so talked up specifically on Instagram I needed to do a whole sit down about just Instagram and how strange it's becoming (laughs) that it's like a lifestyle and these people who had been so like hyped up just because of social media presence and following and then you met them in real life and they were like super anxious super awkward and this was becoming such a consistent thing that I actively made a change and made it sure to be aware if I was ever acting like that and I know that I have before and I know there are definitely times where people have met me in real life and I've been completely different I've been super awkward super shy and I am like I get really scared around other people I'm extremely socially anxious I'm super fucking shy and that was a really big issue for a lot of my life because people just don't react to that very well and so now at 24 like I actively make it known (laughs) that I want to talk and I want to be honest and I like will be in your face not necessarily in your face because I definitely respect like I think a lot of other people have anxiety and so I don't want to make anybody else feel nervous but like and if I'm not and someone calls me out I will gladly tell you like yo I'm just nervous yo I'm just scared like I feel like there's this ideal about and there is obviously this is a conversation that like people have in society all the time that you can perceive yourself in such a different way on social media and people can have like this complete different perception of you and people have told me (laughs) to my face that that's how my life is and thankfully I don't get to like well you look way hotter in pictures on Instagram than you do in real life like I've definitely never gotten that but I have gotten that people see me on social media and they think that I'm this like outgoing 
like crazy person who does a lot of weird shit and I am but of course the part that you don't see is that before I get out of the car before I do this or like while I'm doing these things I'm terrified most of the time I'm so scared or like I've gone through periods where I'm so controlled by my perception of myself based on what the internet thinks that I am that I like literally feel like I have to change myself to fit that and I've had this conversation before with someone and it's this like reoccurring thing of well what do you think I'm like oh well I think you're like this okay well then that's how I should be like I feel like because there's no guideline or anybody telling you like this is how you should be this is how you should act this is how your personality should be which is good like imagine if we were all the same I would literally ill <laughs> if there were even like one more of me I would just not <laughs> we would have to fight to the death because it's too much for this world but um I don't know and I think that the only reason why my personality has ended up so heavily being this way is because it has been a constant thing revolving around the internet and revolving around social media and revolving around other people and the biggest way that other people play a role in my day-to-day life is through like this little computer that I keep in my pocket all day that like I could talk to anybody anywhere and also have people give me likes and comments on Instagram and make me feel great about myself and like tell me that I'm beautiful and tell me that I'm phenomenal and like everyone's jealous of my hair and everything or I can go to like rate threads on like 4chan and like just have people destroy my self-esteem it's like that's a tool that I can access at any point in my day if I want to and that's really shitty in my circumstances because I don't I don't want to say that I don't have the self-control because I do I have a lot of self-control I have a really hard time not feeding into both sides of that And whatever side my, I'm going to say mental health, (laughs) decides I fall into, whether I feel wonderful about myself and I want to post pictures on Instagram every day and I want to take selfies and I feel great and, or I want to like have people tell me everything that's wrong with my face or have people assume really bad things about me or have people tear me down which you can do on reddit and you can do on 4chan and you could probably do on instagram like it's really hard to i don't know it's really hard for me to deny that it's really hard for me to deny both sides and the scariest part of that is that my personality and who I am as a as me as like the physical form who like goes to Target and buys toothbrushes and like is sitting here in my living room (laughs) changes so much depending on this world on my computer and my phone and these other outside sources that I think it's almost impossible for anyone to say that that's not a toxic relationship. (laughs) Like if I was changing who I was every day or how I felt about myself because of a boyfriend who was telling me one day that I was incredibly beautiful and that he was obsessed with me and like everything was great and fine and I was so loved and then the next was like, well, (laughs) and destroyed every part of me that would be a toxic relationship people would tell me to leave that relationship but like I at the beginning of 
all of this was really open about my concerns with social media and how it was kind of affecting I'm really sorry if you just heard that pop a couple seconds ago that was my shoulder and if you didn't hear it um ignore that but oh son of a bitch it's gone oh no okay so like I could see how everything was changing and I could see how like I was becoming this person who really cared about my followers and really cared about algorithms and posting times and I'm gonna post at 5 p.m. every day and like I'm gonna be really upset if I don't get over a hundred likes on a picture and that side is definitely still there like don't get me wrong given I've let up a lot and um try to actively be aware of the fact that like that's ridiculous because as much as social media is this job this one <laughs> no I cannot get my words straight today um as much as social media is this tool like I would love to do this for the rest of my life I would love to have a job in social media I would love to be an Instagrammer and blah 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 and like wouldn't everybody like wouldn't you just love to be a YouTuber and make your money on the internet like does not sound phenomenal and it does and of course everyone wants to live the dream but isn't that idea itself toxic isn't I don't know isn't that bad <laughs> because now you can see the effects it's having on people now there are people that have been on YouTube for 10 years that have been on social media for years like I literally have had a tumblr page and it will be 10 years old next year that's insane I've had a blog for 10 years I was 14 <laughs> when I started a page on the internet like I and now I look at a 14 year old and I'm like oh my god you should not have access to the internet because you're gonna get into like some bad shit I was the teenager with the access to the internet getting into bad shit and now I've had that relationship with this presence for like a decade <laughs> and I think that it's toxic and I know that I could just delete everything from my phone and like I could just never have a social media page again but let's be real I'm 24 and I've told people oh I've thought about deleting Facebook or I've thought about leaving like deleting snap and insta and it's like well why like you miss out on so much or how are people supposed to stay connected and I'm at a point in my life now where I can actively sit and look at people face to face and tell them that I don't think that I have any friends and that I'm extremely lonely and that I don't feel like I have anyone I can trust or talk to and that's not the case like right now editor's note that was like three weeks ago they've definitely had some people come through the woodwork that have come in pretty clutch but um for months, for months, I was making jokes about the fact that I was so lonely all the time and I legitimately didn't feel like I had anybody. And <laughs> the same people who were like making jokes about me being a loner and about the fact that I didn't have any friends were the people telling me that if I deleted social media, people wouldn't be able to keep up with me. Like, people weren't keeping up with me to make sure that I didn't want to kill myself. Why are people caring that I don't want to post a picture, like, on Instagram anymore? And I guess that's just kind of a shitty wake-up call. And my feelings... And my self-worth and a lot were so connected to 
how I was being perceived by other people, specifically through the form of social media. And that's still happening. That's like still me on a daily basis. Like I still post selfies and Snapchats and like filters and want to look cute and try really hard because there is a validation from that. But that validation is so hurtful (laughs) and it is hurting me it's actively hurting me like I don't know like what do I do about that but I don't want to delete social media I don't want to cut myself off like I don't want to hate my phone I think it's a tool that can be used for so much good but now I've seen so much bad and the bad is almost way more tempting to join in on just because of the fact that it exists and just because of the fact that like it's always going to be there and it's always going to be way more honest (laughs) I've had strangers on like forums on the internet be way more honest with me about how they thought I should handle life situations or body issues or dietary issues than people in my day-to-day life were because I don't know I don't know if it's just hard for people to see me struggle and I guess that sounds I don't think the word conceited is right the common theme has been everyone telling me how strong I am and how hardworking I am and that people think that I'm someone that they should look up to or people should look up to or something someone has in common and I'm visibly having a really hard time being that person now and a huge part of that is the internet and these relationships and my perception of myself through other people and then when that conversation's brought up like no one wants to have it (laughs) and that's the whole point of this the whole point of this is to have the conversation that no one wants to have but I think that that's probably the biggest worst like deep-seated really toxic relationship that I have is the internet as a whole (laughs) this tool like that I can use to access such wonderful information but because I like can't stop wanting to I'm not gonna say hurt myself I don't know I guess sabotage myself It's so easy to just like fall in to the awful part. And maybe one day I won't do that anymore because it is something that I'm actively aware of. But um, right now it's a, a pretty big part of what's going on with me. I'm literally shaking right now, which is probably the fact that like I've had mostly caffeine and sugar today, but... Okay, enough about the internet. Toxic relationships with people. It's hard. It's so hard. Because there's always a rebuttal. There's always an argument. There's always making up excuses for someone or coming up with reasons as to why like you're the one that's wrong. I think what I want to say about that is that 2017 specifically was a really big eye-opening lesson as far as toxic relationships and having been in one for years that like all of the people outside of my realm were telling me was a toxic relationship 
my friends, my family, my coworkers, people who are close to me, people who are close to me and this person, like a lot of people told me that what I was doing was toxic and that the situation that I was in was really bad for me. And I was so stubborn about it. And then it ended up biting me in the ass and then I learned my lesson the hard way. And I have been learning my lesson the hard way for years But that's the one that really stuck with me and really opened my eyes because it's so easy to defend toxic people and I think that that sucks. I think that there are so many people and I can literally list people off the top of my head but I'm not going to do that who feel so so scared of just like the simple change the anxiety of not having someone the anxiety of changing the scenario that you're in the anxiety of well what if I'm gonna have to be alone I'm not gonna be able to be without this person can I handle a breakup like all of the things that there is to be scared about can so easily overwhelm being able to see how bad the situation is and that like literally sucks it sucks so bad and I did not listen to anyone I did not listen to wake-up calls I didn't listen to anything I had to learn the hard way and (laughs) as much as you know you want to like stop someone and tell them yo like this is bad for you this is clearly something that's not benefiting you clearly something that's taking a toll on your mental health clearly something that maybe taking a toll on your physical health it's so I don't know it sucks and I understand people who stand up for some maybe not so great relationships that they have because I have been that person I am definitely not anymore I think that part of having to face not being happy with yourself is having to be really like upsettingly painfully obvious with yourself and I think that part of that was having to learn that I couldn't trick myself into believing lies anymore and I think a huge part of that is not putting lies out into the universe so like I will gladly point out toxic relationships when I see them I have before I've made them points on social media like I've posted stories not naming or directly attacking people but like I'll call out a situation especially if someone comes to me and talks to me like if you ask for advice and I give it and then you don't take it, that's obviously your choice and I'll respect it. But I have been a little bit more aggressive in wanting to grab someone's shoulders and shake them and be like, wake the fuck up. Like, clearly, if you're not happy, change the circumstance. But people did that to me and I didn't listen, so... Maybe that's the big secret to life. You just have to learn things the hard way. (laughs) You also have to take things one day at a time. I think that that might be it. So like, Steph, when you listen to this a year from now and you've completely forgotten that the secret to life is to just take things one day at a time and you're probably sitting there stressing about something that really doesn't matter, just just take things one day at a time. I've never lived my life that way, but so far, well, so far, aka right now, within the past couple weeks, it's the only thing that's working. So I'm gonna go ahead and follow it. This shit's hard. This topic's really hard. I feel like I could go into a million literal physical examples of what a toxic relationship is. I think we all have them. I think vices are toxic relationships, substances, food, anything. Like, 
all it takes is finding that one thing for you that you have a really hard time denying yourself. And it can be as simple as just denying yourself anxiety. <laughs> Sometimes I would much rather be miserable than I would be anxious. <laughs> like I would much rather be mad or be upset or disappointed than have to feel my chest tighten and the scary overwhelming feeling that is having an anxiety attack it's hard it's really hard sometimes other feelings are worth giving that up for but i don't think no i know for a fact <laughs> staying in those situations does you know, like it just you don't ever benefit from it I didn't grow out of having an anxiety attack every time before I had to walk into a grocery store by myself by staying in the situation I was in that made me feel that way. <laughs> and it took a lot. <laughs> it took moving states and getting out of a really bad environment and like packing all my things in my car and peacing out at like 3 a.m driving to Jacksonville and moving here like it took leaving it took a massive change and not having a backup plan plan but not having a backup plan and like no idea what I was doing but I couldn't grocery shop alone without having a panic attack like that's not okay and as much as I can sit here and be like well my anxiety will change in a lot of forms throughout my life like yeah it will like I will probably find another circumstance at some point where something's gonna happen and I'm gonna get really anxious and I'm probably gonna have a panic attack but I'd like to think that having gone through all of this within the past couple years I've learned when when it's okay to wave the white flag and when it's okay to realize that you deserve better <laughs> like you do and I do I genuinely did deserve better than that and people have been telling me for a long time that I did and of course I didn't see that the situation was even bad to begin with in the first place <laughs> but if my anxiety was clearly telling me something I should have listened and I'm glad that I did I don't think that I would be here right now had I not I definitely know that I wouldn't be here right now had I not and I mean I can preach all of this stuff and say that it's easy and that life just moves on because it does life goes on you have the panic attack it ends you get better you go about your days it'll always be that way until you decide that it won't be anymore and i think that's a really hard thing to keep in the back of your head it doesn't seem like that sometimes and it's really hard to see with eyes unclouded because I do think for a majority of people it's really hard to see yourself as the good guy <laughs> I have such a hard time seeing the things that are good within myself but I could sit here and give you a 50 point organized bulletin list about the things that I don't like or the things that give me anxiety or the things that I wish I could change but I wouldn't change them at this point even if I was given all the money and opportunity in the world there are some things that I would work on but I don't think 
that there are any parts of me right now that I dislike that won't get better as I grow and as I age and as I learn at least I hope so <laughs> and that's the point of listening to these in a year is because if this is just a bunch of bullshit then I'm gonna sit here probably with some headphones in and be like bitch that's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> so I guess we'll see but it's hard it is really hard but I guess the, really the only thing I can grasp right now is one day at a time and self-worth is whatever you make it out to be and uh I can't give any advice on that right now because I don't really have a whole lot <laughs> and I don't know I am thankful I'm very thankful I'm thankful I'm here still <laughs> I'm thankful that as of right now I want to be here still I have gotten over a majority of the like extremely suicidal thoughts and feelings that I have been having over the past couple weeks those have passed so that's a much needed relief I don't sleep very good though but um it gets better I guess that's what everybody keeps telling me why? Why is that? Why as a society have we just gone around in the circle of always preaching it gets better? Or everything will be okay. Everything will be alright. I want to meet the motherfucker who was like, everything's gonna be alright. <laughs> I would knock his house clean out because sometimes life's just not that easy. Sometimes everything just isn't gonna be alright. Who knows, maybe it will be. I have two weeks until I start working a normal full-time people schedule job thing. And um, I have no fucking idea what to do with myself or my time or my hands. <laughs> so this is helping a lot because I get to think about how exciting this is and what I want to talk about. Even though I maybe shouldn't do that anymore because shit fucking makes me nervous. <laughs> um, okay, we have 13 minutes left. What is one thing that I like about myself? Here, we'll make it based on everything that I rambled about. I do like the fact that I have an understanding of social media and the internet that is a little broader than that of your average I guess Floridian because those are really mostly the people that I have experience with I like the fact that I know some stuff that maybe not a lot of people know about I like teaching people about weird stuff I realized that <laughs> yesterday but um that's a good thing huh it hurts but I guess the one positive of toxic relationships is that if you don't really look at them like that, they're just learning experiences. As with everything, everything is just a learning experience, y'all. It's just really hard to see what the lesson is while you're going through it. Sometimes it takes a fucking year, or just a couple months, or just a couple weeks. I've learned probably more within the past two years than I have in four years of high school uh, so that's exciting <laughs> but I guess I will address that any weird background noise today has been brought to you by my neighbors next door doing roofing there's a man with a flamethrower 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 <laughs> A flamethrower walking around on the roof next door super cash um so that's cool so 
sorry if there's any crazy background noise. I was going to wait until they were done, but nah. <laughs> this is for my bitch ass to listen to in a year, and uh, she can suck it up and deal with it. Um, I do want to say thank you and kind of <laughs> Canadian accent and kind of break the one-on-one staff-to-staff conversation um, and break the fourth wall and address that. I have gotten a lot of really cool people listening and I did post this on Instagram and I did post about this on my Snapchat and my personal pages and so far that's kind of the only promoting I've done and probably the only promoting that I will do. I will post when I post new, um, (laughs) do you want some post while you post so you can post while you post with Post Malone. um, (laughs) Um, I did post this. I have gotten some insanely wonderful messages. I've gotten some very long paragraphs from some very cool people. And I just wanted to address that, and I wanted to say thank you, and I'm not going to cry, because I'm a little baby, but um, it's cool to know that people are really accepting of this, and that there are a few of you who can relate, and I think that maybe if I keep doing this, it'll help more than just me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? But I'm also going to say that, like, I'm probably going to say some stuff that people aren't going to like. And so I was going to apologize, but I'm not going to because I haven't said those things yet. And I don't owe anybody an apology. Stop apologizing for things you don't need to apologize for. 2018. I know I'm bad at that. I know most of the people that I know are bad at that. I feel like sometimes just apologizing is the easiest form of communication. But doesn't that make the word mean so much less? But yeah, thank you a lot to people who have reached out, people who have listened, people who are excited, people who continue listening. (laughs) It's cool to have support on something that is hopefully really going to help. I think it is. I really do. I think that It's definitely making things easier to think about. (laughs) But yeah, oh god, seven minutes, and I'm out of things to talk about today. (sighs) Life is weird. But on the topic of Instagram, I recently archived a lot like everything and I've gotten a couple messages asking why messages asking why I deleted a lot of like pictures and stuff I don't know I'm tired of seeing my own face <laughs> I feel like there's got to be some people that are tired of seeing my my face so maybe they'll come back maybe they won't Leech your Instagram 2018. Live in a cave in the woods. Wouldn't that be amazing? I really just want to get like a fucking Mercedes Sprinter van and just gut it and like <laughs> turn it into a tiny house on wheels and drive it to like a beach in Mexico somewhere and never be seen again. That would be insane. And so much fun. I think that's just what I'm going to do. No. I have two dogs and a boyfriend who has a dog. And could you imagine three dogs in a van all day in Mexico where it's hot as fuck? Nah. (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. I want to say that everything's getting better. I really do. But I also, like, can't shake the feeling that 
It's just not. <sighs> I wish Morgan Freeman could do this podcast for me. Like, translated by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but the whole point of doing a podcast was that I just don't want to write. Because I know I could literally just... I think I probably talked about this in the first episode. I can't fucking remember. But the easiest thing to do is just write all of this down. But I just... I fucking hate writing. I don't want to write. I hate writing. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to write talk even though I was actually told that I have a pretty good voice for this so welcome to sun (laughs) 103.1 that was the radio station my dad spoke on for most of my childhood like father like daughter both going into broadcasting But I'm pretty sure my dad never had an episode in which he told, essentially, the world that he wanted to kill himself. (laughs) In fact, I'm 100% sure that that's never happened. (laughs) That's one place I haven't posted this, was Facebook. Because, uh, family members are crazy. We will have an episode on family. That's for sure. There's a huge source of toxic relationship family. But I think that my thoughts and beliefs on the modern day family structure might be a little too long for the three minutes and 37 seconds we have left. (laughs) So let's talk about plants. Steph, you uh, recently got a hanging Jenny no climbing jenny girl i don't fucking know and it's hanging in my living room in my window and when i bought it all of the like under parts it's like one of those overflowing fancy whatever the fuck plants house plants were like dead and crunchy and i've been watering it and it's been hanging in the sun and i can't tell if it's gonna live or not So that's something we'll keep updated. Man, imagine if I have this plant in a year. I would be so proud. (laughs) I have a cactus in the window, and if I have that in like a month, I'll be proud. So if I have this Home Depot hanging, I'm pretty sure it's climbing, Jenny. I'm just like (laughs) pretty sure that it's not a hanging Jenny. We're gonna Google. Ooh, that noise is gonna be really annoying to someone. It's called a creeping Jenny. I was wrong both times. <laughs> My life has <laughs> proven by the fact that I'm not gonna edit this. <laughs> that I was completely wrong with both of my assumptions and it is a creeping Jenny. Not a climbing, not a hanging, but a creeping. And it, um... Plants have such fucking long names. That's literally stupid. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Here's... One more. Let's do two good things I like about myself. The other I thing I love about my personality type and I am so thankful for is that I can fucking laugh at myself when I am stupid. Because I really am. I genuinely am sometimes. And as much as anyone can defend me and be like, you're sitting and you're having these conversations. But I'm fucking dumb sometimes. And I think that that's okay. <laughs> because I can laugh at it, and that's great. What What is life without a sense of humor at this point? Am I right, though? Okay. Here's hoping that the next one I do might be a little bit more insightful. But... <laughs> I guess that's just 
how I feel. And you know what? What can I say? I just needed to talk. (laughs) One hour of therapy completed. I'm going to go eat some crackers and tomato. Bye.